Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Russian President Vladimir Putin called the U.S. dollar's drop in dominance, quote, objective and irreversible during the recent BRICS summit in South Africa as Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa formally agreed to use local currencies instead of the U.S. dollar. It's the first shoe to drop. As demand for the dollar weakens, the buying power of the dollar also weakens. That's why Birch Gold Group is busier than ever. Investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax-sheltered IRA. Text Monica to 989-898 for your free info kit on gold. Thousands of happy customers, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and countless five-star reviews, you can count on Birch Gold to help you navigate transitioning an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. As the U.S. dollar continues to receive pressure from foreign countries, digital currency, and central banks, arm yourself with information on how to protect your savings. Just text MONICA to 989-898 to claim your free info kit from Birch Gold Group right now. Hey guys, I'm Monica Crowley, and this is the Monica Crowley Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me here on this Monday as we kick off a brand new week on your go-to for hot liberty, a safe space for all of us thought criminals, independent thinkers, and happy warriors. Don't forget to check me out on social media, Instagram, I am at Monica Crowley underscore, and on Twitter and True Social, I am at Monica Crowley. Also, you guys can send me an email to Monica Crowley Podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's Monica Crowley Podcast at gmail.com. Let me know what's on your mind, what you're thinking, how you are kicking off your new year. All right, guys, this week, big week, big week in the world, also big week on the Monica Crowley Podcast. This week, we've got the World Economic Forum. Meeting in Davos, Switzerland, this is the annual uh, Globalist Predator Jamboree. And on Wednesday this week, I'm going to break apart what we're seeing in Davos. Also, I'm going to share with you my experience at Davos. I was there one time when I was serving in the Trump administration at Treasury. Treasury is always the lead for the U.S. delegation. President Trump also attended Davos. He went right into the globalist predator den and good for him. I'm going to tell you what I saw, what I witnessed and what this is really all about. But it's meeting this week. Here's the weird thing, you guys. I saw this morning right before I started this show that two of the biggest global predators, the the two biggest of them all in many ways, Klaus Schwab who is the founder 
and head of the World Economic Forum, and George Soros, who needs no description, two of the biggest globalist predators are not at Davos. Guys, this is literally their conference. This is literally the conference where they go and conspire world domination and destroying the rest of us, destroying human freedom, destroying capitalism. This is their conference. Now, they see each other throughout the year. There are all kinds of other different conferences, but the WEF is the biggest of them all. Klaus Schwab is pleading to some sort of health issue. God knows what that is. And Soros says he's got a scheduling conflict. You have to understand, when you're at the Soros level with the World Economic Forum and their Great Reset, there is no such thing as a scheduling conflict. They have this conference on their calendar the year or so before. They don't miss this conference unless they absolutely have to or unless something is up. So we're going to see what's going to unfold this week. I really doubt this is a coincidence. Maybe it is. But I think when you're talking about these global predators, there's no such thing as a coincidence. So we'll give it a couple of days and we'll reconvene on this program on Wednesday. We'll talk about Davos in general. We'll see what we can dig up here on both Schwab and Soros not attending. It's a little too weird. Maybe it's a coincidence. But it's a little too weird. So we're going to talk about all of that. Also, later this week, Greg Kelly is going to be here. You see him on Newsmax. Uh, You hear him on WABC Radio out of New York. He's going to join us to talk about the damage of the left in their relentless attacks on law enforcement. Greg Kelly comes from a very storied background in both the military and law enforcement. His father, Ray Kelly, of course, was the New York City police commissioner for a while. He's got a brand new book out talking about all of the dangers of defunding the police and preventing them from doing their jobs, putting all of us in danger, which, again, is part of the Marxist assault. It's part of the Great Reset. So Greg Kelly is going to join us, and later in the week... Dr. Peter McCullough, the renowned cardiologist and one of the most outspoken doctors on the mRNA shots and the damage that they cause from myocarditis to death. He has been suspended, smeared, attacked. Dr. Peter McCullough is going to be here later in the week, and that is going to be a very important interview not to be missed, guys. Okay, so make sure you're tuning in and you're telling everybody you know and care about to subscribe to the Monica Crowley podcast. Okay, today I want to deal with Biden on a banana peel. Uh, We're also going to talk with former federal prosecutor John O'Connor about the dueling special counsels and where these investigations, both Biden and Trump, (laughs) go from here. So strap in. Here we go. First up, the Monica memo. Deep state to Joe Biden, drop dead. Some of you might remember the old New York Daily News headline on the front page back in the 70s, referencing President Gerald Ford telling debt-plagued New York City that federal help was not forthcoming. Their front page headline, Ford to City. Drop dead. 
So our current version of that is deep state to Biden, drop dead. And that is exactly what we're facing right now. I'm actually psyched for the next stage of the deep state operation because for once it's going to be against the left. It's going to be against a Democrat rather than Trump and the rest of us, right? And it's well underway. So today I want to break apart exactly where we are in this multi-stage deep state operation against Joe Biden. Now that the midterms are over, even though the Democrats did better than expected, the deep state, the leftist power brokers have a free hand to do what they want. And what we have started to see, because this is a multi-pronged approach, remember when they're dealing with one of their own, like Joe Biden, they're not going to come at him in a full frontal aggressive way, the way they have been doing with Uh, Donald Trump over the last, what, six years? Russia hoax, two impeachments. That is totally an in-your-face deep state assault. When they're dealing with one of their own, they have to go about it in a little bit of a softer kind of way, and it's got to be a multi-pronged approach. So it doesn't look like their fingerprints are on it. But of course, this is exactly what's happening. So it is a multi-pronged approach. And I want to unpack it today because the first stage of it is what we started to see last year and which will continue, which is that the left is beginning to admit that, you know what? Biden is senile. We didn't see it before, but man, we see it now. He's senile, yo. (laughs) And now we've got the second prong, which is coming on the heels of the first prong, and they're all consistent, ongoing operations. But the next phase of the operation is the classified document scandal, which has now been put on the same ground, which has been seeded with the senile narrative. You see what's going on here? This is a multi-pronged approach. So they've taken ground... And they've made it fertile with a couple of different arguments now about why Biden should no longer be president. Again, not the harsh aggression of taking out Donald Trump. This is a little bit of a softer approach because Biden has been a useful idiot for them for a long time. So they feel like, well, you know, kid gloves are due here. So let's start with the senility thing and break down because a lot of people have lost sight of what what we've been through because, again, it's been a relatively subtle thing. You're going to see it ramp up. But let's go back to how they began all of this. Um, they are now going to start saying out loud more and more that Biden is not capable of doing the job. And that, like I said, began last year to begin to put pressure on him to step down or to say he's not running in 2024. I have said this now for months, maybe a year on this show. The deep state's power brokers want him gone. They want him out of the way so they can figure out who they're going to run next and how to rig the next election. And this entire project has been well underway. Let's lay out some evidence, shall we? A couple of weeks ago, a progressive group, 
a progressive group. None of this is coming from the right. I mean, the House GOP majority is going to do all kinds of investigations, and we will certainly have these attacks from our side. But when you take a look at the attacks coming from the left, from the progressive groups, that's what to pay attention to. Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, a progressive group put out an ad telling old Joe, don't do it. Listen, it's absolutely critical that we don't allow a Republican to win the White House in 2024. I'm concerned with Joe Biden's low polling. With his low popularity, it's way too much of a gamble. If he runs, the election is at serious risk. Joe Biden representing the status quo in 2024 simply won't cut it. We can't afford to risk the White House or a Republican who could defeat status quo Joe. The threat of the GOP has become all too obvious. The stakes could not be higher. Our ideas are way more popular than Joe Biden is. Joe Biden running undermines the Democratic Party's chances in 2024. There's no question that we have a climate emergency. It's a question of willingness to do something about it. It's not the time for half measures. All Americans need universal health care now. There's no room to compromise when our abortion rights are on the line. We can't afford to lose. Don't run, Joe. Don't run, Joe. Don't run, Joe. Don't run, Joe. By the way, I know you couldn't see that ad, but if you could, they've got a guy in this ad who looks just like Sam Bankman Freed. No joke. If you want to go on YouTube or Google it or something, take a look at this ad. They got a guy in the ad who looks just like SBF. Maybe don't use someone who looks like the biggest crook on the planet right now. I'm just saying. Do they not have any communication specialists? Anyway, they just put this ad out. That didn't just happen, okay? The left is completely organized. Remember what I told you? The left is in a constant state of conspiracy. This ad didn't just materialize out of thin air. They know what they're doing. They have a plan. And this ad is just the latest in their planned maneuver to get Joe Biden out. Let's go back. Last year, before the classified documents story, they had a couple of months ago, the Washington Post published an op-ed calling for both Biden and Harris to rule themselves out as presidential contenders for the nomination in 2024. Pointing to the litany of mistakes and gaffes and overall dementia, columnist George Will, who was once a conservative, but Donald Trump broke him. So now, like so many other never-Trumpers like Liz Cheney, he basically works with the Democrats and the left. He said in this column that, quote, Joe Biden should not seek another term. He pointed to moments in which Biden claimed his own son, Beau Biden, had died in Iraq instead of from cancer six years after serving in Iraq. This is also a demented lie that Joe Biden continues to say. I mean, I think he just did it last week on the stump somewhere repeating this crazy lie that Bo Biden died in Iraq, in combat. He did not. He died from brain cancer six years after coming home from Iraq. George Will also in this column took exception to Biden's claims that he had secured congressional package of student loan forgiveness. Remember that last year? Which he did by executive order rather than going through Congress. 
and it keeps getting blocked in the courts. But he keeps going out there touting it as a huge congressional victory. Will wrote, quote, Biden was not merely again embellishing his achievements. This is not just another of his verbal fender benders. There is no less than dismaying explanation for his complete confusion. What vote? Who voted? Will continues, quote, it is frightening that Biden does not know or remember what he recently did regarding an immensely important policy. He must be presumed susceptible to future episodes of similar bewilderment. He should leave the public stage on January 20th, 2025. He had worse for Harris saying, quote, Democrats should promptly face that fact. And this one, an Everest of evidence shows that Vice President Harris is starkly unqualified to be considered as his successor. Her style betrays a self-satisfied exaggeration of her aptitudes. Lacking natural talent, she needs to prepare, but evidently doesn't. Complacency and arrogance make a ruinous compound. Okay, Guys, keep in mind that George Will voted for the two hot messes. Do I know that for sure? No. But he so hates Donald Trump, and he's such a long-standing swamp creature that he was openly suffering from Trump derangement syndrome. So I'm 99% sure he voted for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, whom now he wants to step aside. Regime apologists like George Will... They always do this. They inflict this disaster on the rest of us, and then they say, yeah, they're terrible. They need to go. It's infuriating. So here's my theory as to what's happening. George Will still calls himself a conservative, but he's a never-Trumper who caucuses with the Democrats on influence operations like this one. The left's power brokers, the deep state, want Biden and Harris gone, but they can't come right out and say it without looking like traitors to the Democratic Party and risk a revolt. So they turned to George Will and asked him to level the first blow. If it comes from George Will, it becomes a bit more predictable and less harsh, but it does put the concept out there. It sends a flare-up. It softens the ground making it more fertile for others to then make the argument. You see how they do it? So George Will goes out first. It becomes a topic of conversation. He makes it safe for more and more people on the left to begin making the argument. And right on cue, the New York Times then ran a long news piece right before the midterms, raising all of his cognitive challenges, his inability to function normally, etc. And then, right on cue, the Daily Beast, another left-wing rag, ran a similar piece right after the New York Times piece. Mark my words, you are going to see more and more of this because they know they've got a huge problem with Biden and Harris. Now, remember, after the midterms, Biden is now emboldened because the Dems did better than expected. So he says he's going to run. There are these stories that he's putting together a team. And it's going to become increasingly tough to talk him out of it, right? So this is why 
they're doing this multi-pronged approach between the senile stuff and the classified documents approach. Ask yourself this on the classified material. Why are Joe Biden's personal attorneys who have no security clearance searching for these classified documents even to this very day instead of the FBI doing it like they did at Mar-a-Lago with the raid? If you're talking about classified documents, you better have top-flight law enforcement doing these raids, people who have top-secret clearance, because obviously they're handling the documents. Why are Biden's personal attorneys doing it? Also, Joe Biden's main attorney on this is a guy named Bob Bauer. Bob Bauer works for guess which law firm? Perkins Coie hip deep in the Russia hoax, hip deep in the deep state. Perkins Coie is the deep state law firm in Washington. I'm sure there are many, but they're the primary one for the left's power brokers. So it, this, is, this is a giant cluster. And I, I don't, maybe Biden is aware of what's happening to him, which is why he chose Bob Bauer. I don't know unless there, there are forces trying to cover this up and salvage Joe Biden, but they don't realize they're going up against the deep state trying to remove him. I don't know. I don't know. But as I said on this program last week, the propaganda press have gotten their marching orders. The Sunday shows, they're all full of Democrats now. Democrats have also been given the bad signal that they're going to remove Joe Biden. So some Democrats will come up and give sort of a half-assed defense of Joe Biden, and we're seeing that. But then you've got other key Democrats who are now coming forward going, gosh, golly, this classified materials thing is a serious issue. I don't know. Here is Adam Schiff, who is a professional liar, but here is Schiff, who is the deep state's go-to for all things Intel-related and maneuvers like getting rid of Donald Trump, etc., he is their go-to liar for all necessary public statements. Here is Adam Schiff just yesterday saying, you know what, the Attorney General was right to appoint a special counsel. Listen. I don't think he had any choice but to appoint a special counsel, uh, and I think that special counsel will, will do the proper assessment. Uh, I still would like to see... Congress do its own assessment of uh, and receive an assessment from the intelligence community of whether there was any exposure to others of these documents, whether there was harm to national security in the case of either set of documents with either president. Uh, but yes, I think the uh, special counsel was appropriately appointed. So there it is. There it is. They're all beginning to softly fall into line with their public statements. Again, this is going to be multi-pronged. The classified material is one part of it. The senile argument is another part of it. Um, It's all of a piece, as we always say on this show. There may be another approach to Joe Biden as well. I think we haven't seen the last of the attacks on him. Um, And we'll see how it all runs its course. But just watch because they're so predictable. I told you last week that you were going to see key Democrats now coming forward, and I used the whole Nixon and Watergate metaphor, which bears repeating. Richard Nixon and you know a handful of Republicans, he had some key defenders still in Congress and around the, the country, but it wasn't until Barry Goldwater, who was a key Republican senator, came to the White House and sat Nixon down and said, 
your Republican support in Congress has collapsed. So if the House impeaches, I can't say that you're going to survive a trial in the Senate. That's the thing that got Nixon's attention where he said, that's it. I can't fight another day if I don't have my own party behind me. And I told you last week, and it bears repeating, when members of his own party begin to turn on him, when the propaganda press, which has always had his senile back, turns on him, that's when you know he's in deep trouble. And you have now started to see it exactly as I predicted. These key Democrats like Adam Schiff and there are others are starting to say, "Mm, Jake Tapper on CNN yesterday on the Sunday morning shows, these key players are now going, look serious. Believe me, it is serious, but they'd still be covering him and not going down this road if they didn't get marching orders that he's got to go. The left is always in conspiracy. And because they're always in conspiracy, they're so predictable. We know their playbook so well. This is how it's going to go down. They're going to continue to build pressure on Biden to step aside. Harris, too, although they're going to have to approach it in a different kind of way. I think with Harris, they're going to have to offer her Clinton Foundation or Obama Netflix level kind of money to go. But she will go. I don't think she likes this job. I think she finds it way too high pressure too fast, too above her pay grade, I think she wants out. I think she's too nervous in there. I think she's got imposter syndrome where she she believes that she doesn't deserve this job, she can't do the job, and all of that's true. So in her case, the imposter syndrome is real, um, and I think she wants out. So if they give her a graceful and lucrative way out, she will take it. And then the question becomes, whom do the Democrats run? Gavin Newsom? Well, we know Governor Hairdo definitely wants it. He's told everybody who will listen that he's running if something happens to Biden. So Governor Hairdo is on the scene. Hillary, maybe. Michelle, you know what I think. That's a conversation for another day. But suffice it to say, it will not be old Joe who should have been put out to pasture 10 years ago. And it will not be his giggling wreck of a sidekick. Okay. They've already begun this multi-pronged operation to remove the two of them, and it will only accelerate. Trust me on this. Always trust Monica. That's why you're here. Okay, guys, we've just begun to peel the onion. We've got more on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. Sit tight. Okay, everybody, listen up. We all want to be healthier, right? Well, to get there, we have to have a healthier diet, which is not always easy to do. I can attest to that. You know, that shredded lettuce in a double-double and the fruit filling in a donut are amazing, but they do not count toward the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Sorry to be the one to break it to you, but they don't. I don't always eat healthy either, but I will share that the Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. I don't, and you probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens. Unlike other supplements, each fruit and each vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like the heart, lungs, kidneys, and the immune system. 
Flu season is here, and I trust Field of Greens to help me stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast and tastes so good. It's really delicious, guys, and you'll feel better with more energy and you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier too. I certainly noticed that in me since I started taking Field of Greens. If you don't always eat right and exercise, join me and take Field of Greens. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code MONICA. That's promo code MONICA at fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com. All right, as we continue to break apart what's actually going on here, um, more evidence in terms of what I just laid out in segment one. Last week at this time, just one of the presidential frontrunners was under investigation by the FBI for mishandling classified documents, right? Trump was attacked by Biden as, quote, totally irresponsible for having allegedly classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. Well, now there's a special counsel probing Biden's possession of classified documents. So here we are. We're in a very similar situation with now two special counsels. And in fact, in a couple of minutes, we're going to talk to a former federal prosecutor who knows all of the players, and he's going to tell us what he thinks is really going down. So now you've got new classified documents being found every single day, Last week, I told you, right, how many of these classified documents are floating around in how many locations? We don't know. We still don't know. Every passing day, new classified documents. And Biden's Democratic allies and the press are now coming out, as I've been telling you, and admitting, hey, it's an issue. Keep in mind, they would not be saying this if their marching orders were, hey, this is no big deal. We're going to cover it up. We might not even know about it. They might have said, oh, the, gosh, golly, we found classified documents in Biden's garage. Let's just bury this. You would probably not even know of the document's existence if the deep state wanted it that way. If they wanted to cover and protect Joe Biden, you wouldn't even know about this. But you do. And now you've got Democrats like Adam Schiff, who just yesterday acknowledged that Biden potentially jeopardized national security with his handling of these documents. And as I've pointed out, the media's handling of this, also predictable. Again, you would not know about the documents or about the investigation if the deep state didn't want you to know about it. Here is the Associated Press. They wrote a whole piece about how this counters Biden's claims that he's competent. What did I tell you in the first segment about how it's all of a piece? The senile dementia part of it, working now hand in glove with the classified documents part of it. Here is the AP's piece, quote, Joe Biden offered himself to Americans as a president they wouldn't have to think about after the tumult of his predecessor. But an excruciating week of awkward disclosures and the appointment of a special counsel to investigate classified records found at his Delaware home and a former office dating to his time as vice president is beginning to strain his claim to competence. Do you guys see how it's all fitting together? The AP continues, quote, 
The surprise revelations that on at least four different occasions, Biden's lawyers found improperly stored classified documents and official records evoked the turmoil surrounding Donald Trump's presidency, a four-year ruckus. Again, this is an AP piece. It's supposed to be a straight news story. They're describing Trump's presidency as a four-year ruckus from which Biden has tried to move the, the country past. In the latest development, the White House acknowledged on Saturday that Biden's lawyers had turned up even more such documents at the home than previously known. It's an embarrassment to Biden, the AP says, and the selection of a special counsel to investigate potential criminal wrongdoing in the matter exposes the president to a new self-inflicted risk. Further, the AP says, it complicates the Justice Department's calculus about whether to bring charges against Trump over his handling of classified material. Hands fresh ammunition to newly empowered House Republicans eager to launch investigations and undercuts a central plank of Biden's pitch to voters just as he looks to launch a re-election bid in the coming months. And then they quote Barack Obama, quote, it just won't be so exhausting. Former President Barack Obama had promised about a Biden presidency in the closing days of the 2020 campaign, adding that voters are, quote, not going to have to think about the crazy things. And that is worth a lot, Obama said. Well, now, again, the AP, and you will see this from others, weaving the web together of the senile dementia incompetent piece along with the classified documents piece. And you're going to see more of this coming. So uh, be prepared for that. I'm just warning you. Now, what is actually happening here? Well, Joe Biden has presided over disaster after disaster as president, all intentional, all by design. There are record numbers of terrorists and drugs that are are pouring across our border every single day. We've had an Afghanistan withdrawal that left Americans dead and stranded, and the country's credibility completely shot. We have an economy with soaring inflation, supply chain crises, labor crunch, the list goes on. Roughly one in nine men aged 25 to 54 an individual's prime working years, right? They're out of the labor market today. Compare that to one in 50 in the mid-1950s. So we've got masses of young men not in the labor force, not working. So all of these failures, failures in our eyes, but successes to Biden and his White House and Obama and the, the entire team actually running the country, it's all intentional. It's all by design. But all of these failures were largely forgiven by the press, who understood the bigger agenda. So what's changed now? Why are these Democrats and the press going after Joe Biden? Well, I think it's it's pretty clear, right? And we'll have to see where both probes go, both special counsels. But I clearly believe that this is one of many levers that they are going to use to weaken and undermine him. Remember, the Russia hoax, which started in late 2015, spring of 2016, during that campaign, and then went throughout Donald Trump's presidency, 
that whole thing was meant to undermine him. They weren't quite sure whether they could destroy him as president, although they tried with the two fake impeachments, etc., and the Mueller investigation. But it was all designed to undermine and weaken him and weaken his presidency so that by the time 2020 came along, Donald Trump was a wounded animal and easier to beat. And in this case, it's the same thing. Remember, they want Biden wounded. They want him out, but they want him so crippled that he will choose to exempt himself out of the 24 race. And if he doesn't, they will find a way to get rid of him. Mark my words. You heard it here on the Monica Crowley podcast, which is why you come every day to the show, right? Um, All right. Speaking of the special counsels, we're going to turn to a former federal prosecutor, uh, the great John O'Connor, with his insights. He knows all of the players. He's coming straight up, and he's going to break apart all of this for us with an insider's view, okay? But first, guys, are you ready to save over 70% off GenuCell's most popular package and take care of all of your skincare needs. Turn back the clock with GenuCell skincare and you can look 5, 10, even 15 years younger. Watch those fine lines, forehead wrinkles, sagging jawline, dark marks, skin redness, and even those under eye bags go away right before your eyes. GenuCell works for women and men. It's safe for all skincare types and perfect for skin of any age. And with its immediate effects, GenuCell promises results that will make you smile, guaranteed, or 100% of your money back. Right now, get GenuCell's customer favorite deep firming vitamin C serum absolutely free with every most popular package. Hydrate your skin while restoring that vibrant glow. Go to GenuCell.com slash Monica and enter Monica at checkout. Every order placed is automatically upgraded to free shipping for the new year. So don't wait. GenuCell.com slash Monica. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com. GenuCell.com slash Monica. We'll be right back. Well, I'm delighted to welcome back to the show, John O'Connor. John served as an assistant U.S. attorney in Northern California, representing the United States in both criminal and civil cases. He's also the author of The Mysteries of Watergate, What Really Happened, and Postgate, How the Washington Post Betrayed Deep Throat, Covered Up Watergate, and Began Today's Partisan Advocacy Journalism. He's also the host of the Mysteries of Watergate podcast, which is fantastic. And John, I know the last time that you were here, we said we're going to bring you back on Watergate. We're going to do that uh, someday soon as well. But um, I, I just, I wanted to have you back, and I thank you so much for joining us again on this subject, because the last time you were here, we were talking about the Merrick Garland appointed special counsel in the case of President Trump and his classified documents. And now we find ourselves facing a second special counsel targeted at Joe Biden on the very same issue of the possible mishandling of classified documents. So John, welcome back and thank you for being here. Well, it's great to be back. And this is these are important times and important issues. Well, absolutely. And it's fascinating to sort of tease out what the bigger game here is by the deep state. But before we get to that, let's start with the most uh, immediate and recent appointment of a special counsel 
Again, this is a man named Robert Herr, whom the Attorney General Merrick Garland appointed last week um, to look into the question of Joe Biden's classified documents, which we now know are in multiple locations, and which we also now know he absconded with as vice president when he had no unilateral authority whatsoever to declassify these documents, unlike a president like President Trump, who did have that authority. So let's start with, first of all, your reaction to this latest appointment. Well, it's actually something expected by a partisan attorney general. And the reason is because it will give a patina of fairness to, to the whole process. And uh, I will bet you a, a dollar to a dime that Mr. Herr comes out and says, well, yes, these, the retention of these classified documents was, boy, it was inadvertent. There's very many reasons and very many precedents why you don't prosecute these things. And boy, President Biden was so forthcoming, his legal team brought this to the attention of the authorities. And so there's no crime that is really chargeable here. Uh, it, it would be very much um, out of line to charge him. And of course, there's no obstruction or false statements. There's none at all. They were very cooperative. There was no adversarial nature to this. Uh, and the reason I point this out, Monica, is this will happen. Okay, I, I, I will bet you. And then the second thing that will happen is, and, and I'll draw distinctions between the two cases, by the way, uh, Biden's case, and we can get into it, is far more egregious in the facts of him possessing these uh, documents and his purpose in possessing them, which is very important, and his potential use of them versus Trump. But let me put that aside for a moment and tell you what I think Jack Smith's going to do with Trump. Jack Smith will repeat the trope from Watergate, which you've heard many times. It's not the crime, it's the cover-up. Right. So they're going to say, well, yes, it was probably some technical. It's not clear under the Presidential Records Act when he had to turn these documents over to the archives. We understand that. And maybe he did have a good basis for wanting the letter from Kim Jong Il or Un or whatever. And uh, <laughs> Un, yes. Un, Un. Okay, Un and Il, I get mixed up. But anyway, uh, he may have a, a, a basis for that. But the one thing he can't do, clarion call, drums, bugles, he cannot obstruct justice. Our, our justice system is, is holy and you, Lady Justice has blindfolds on. And as much as we hate to say this, a former president has obstructed justice and also lied or conspired to lie, to have his associates lie about this, and therefore we have to indict him. So that's where that guy's going. He's not, he doesn't care about the classified documents part of this, whether you handled it right or not. There's so many defenses to that, you can shake a stick at, you won't, you won't uh, exhaust uh, the potential defenses that Trump has here, but they will get people to say that Trump moved documents and he did that to avoid uh, people seizing them. He might have told people to hide them, and he might have told people uh, to tell the wrong, say the wrong things. Like, for instance, there's one lawyer who uh, represented that uh, there were no classified documents left after the first tranche was given to the government. In fact, there were some. So uh, 
and, and because the other thing, Monica, is remember the Justice Department had started a criminal investigation of Trump long before there was any crime shown because the archives had some petty uh, uh, criminal referral that, of course, was was referred at the instance of the Biden White House. This was the people who were uh, liaising, liaising with the White House were the ones who started the criminal process. The Justice Department then said, oh, we'll start a criminal case. By starting a criminal case, you not only can issue a search warrant, but you also have a, quote, proceeding that cannot be obstructed. That's, therefore, if you lie, cheat, or steal, or just even hide a document, you are obstructing. And that's the same thing, of course, as we know that got Richard Nixon out of office. There was a proceeding and he did something uh, arguably dishonest. And that, that was the end of his presidency. Now, the, they will contrast these things. They'll say, well, Trump was dishonest. Now, meanwhile, we shift back to Biden. Uh, as sure as night follows day, her is going to say that. And, and let's just let me just stop you there and let's be just really clear about the players. So when John is here is talking about Robert Hur, he is the special counsel just appointed by Merrick Garland to look into Joe Biden and the classified documents. Jack Smith is the special counsel who also has been appointed by Merrick Garland to look into the Trump case. OK, continue, John. Yes. And I shouldn't use the word her so easily. Right, I know. Could, I, I, <laughs> yeah, no, a friend. A friend of mine and I were talking about this the other day and it's like her and and I said, oh, I thought the special counsel was a man. And they said, yeah. And I said, so why are you referring to to him as her? And he said, no, that's the last name, H-U-R. So it was like a who's on first situation. Yes, right. his name and is Robert Her, but he's a man. Go ahead. Well, he could have as his personal pronouns, her, her. And she. <laughs> exactly okay? right. So yeah. you don't know. You don't even know if he could be a, a regular biological male. But so I, I was a little confused there, but her uh, will look into this and he's, of course, there's no proceeding that Trump could have obstructed. They're going to claim, oh, it, everything was inadvertent and so forth and so on. And what this does is this referral also helps hide what happened uh, there. You, you know, the special counsel can't go talk to the public and so forth, can't give announcements and 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 so forth. But what we really want to know, Monica, in the Biden case is qui bono, Latin for who benefits. Right. What were those documents brought on for? In, in Trump's case, it was just as normal, his ego. You know, he wanted this letter from Kim Jong and he cared about being wronged in the Russian uh, investigation. But now is Biden going to use those? And when you're using classified information uh, outside school, so to speak, that is what spies do. Is he, when you have convicted spies, often the, the, the charge they plead guilty to is unlawful use of classified information. Were those presidential briefings, which are very valuable items, as you know, because they contain a wealth of material all concisely put in a document. And that document can be fairly lengthy. When we talk about 10 documents here, they could be 10 very lengthy documents. But the fact is that were those being used? Were they being used to impress clients? Were they being used to brief people at the Biden Center? 
did Hunter Biden use those at all? And remember, Hunter Biden was living in the Del one of the Delaware houses where the documents were. And I suspect he was also active in the Penn Biden Center, as were other Democratic notables. So if you have $54 million as the Chinese government of the Chinese affiliated uh, companies contributed to the Penn Biden Center, does that imply some level of access uh, to that center? And were there, we don't know what happened. Were there briefings at this place? Uh, were there, uh, did, was Hunter able to bring his clients there or use the materials from that center? What were they being used for? Now, I hope- and, and who had access to them as well? Did foreign adversaries or foreign agents have access to these documents? I mean, when Biden goes out last week and he talks about, well, they were locked up with my beloved Corvette. Well, there's video of him pulling the Corvette out of the garage and all kinds of random cardboard boxes just stacked up sitting in the garage. And, and to your point, John, you know who else had a key to that garage? Hunter Biden. And God no. knows who else. And the fact that Joe Biden has spent 40% of his presidency in that house or at the Rehoboth Beach uh, mansion and out of the White House, and yet they will not release those visitor logs. We have no idea who was going in and out. Well, that's right. You have his houses. And of course, Hunter lived at one of them. I'm not sure which one. I guess it might be the not the beach house, the other house. Um, uh, but, but also, what about the Penn Biden Center? I mean, this is supposed to be a center, a think tank. Well, it implies a lot of people who are heavy thinkers coming in there and briefings to people. Who was the intended audience for that center? Was it a center that was just there to do what? Issue papers? I bet you not. Uh, when the center was opened, uh, all sorts of democratic luminaries showed up there, Eric Holder, uh, John Kerry, uh, Susan Rice. Now, were they, did, were they in on the action there? In other words, did they have some sort of uh, adjunct uh, ability to make a few bucks as part of the Penn Biden Center? I don't know how mm -hmm. it worked. But the fact is, is to create, were, was the illusion created of a center there of people who really knew what they were talking about, about U.S. strategic uh, interests, about the uh, about, for example, troop levels and, and strategies. Uh, what would happen if there's a two-front war? What, was our, what would be our allocation of troops to the Pacific? What about the Middle East? Uh, these things are contained in presidential briefings. And uh, so the question is, did any Chinese clients, for example, Chinese, it could be also Ukrainian clients, I, by the way, uh, did they have any access to, to uh, the Penn Biden Center? I bet you so. And if yeah. so, if so, now we're talking about really a, a form of spying. All right, John, I'm going to ask you to please hang tight. A lot more to get to with you about where this investigation is going. You and I might agree, we might disagree a little bit. So don't go anywhere, guys. A lot more straight ahead. But first, it is the new year and you've got to resolve to get healthier, right? We're all doing it. Well, after decades of wear and tear, our livers slow down and become sluggish. This is why so many of us struggle with weight gain and feeling tired all the time. Fortunately, there's a simple, all 
all-natural solution that I recommend. It's called Liver Health Formula. Liver Health Formula contains 12 powerful botanicals clinically proven to recharge and protect your liver at the cellular level. It helps restore your liver... It helps restore your liver's detoxifying abilities, boosts your energy levels, and can kick your natural metabolism into high gear. Liver Health Formula is backed by the latest science and approved by American doctors. And every bottle is manufactured right here in the USA. And right now, as a listener of our show, you can try Liver Health Formula completely risk-free and receive five free gifts when you order today. First, you'll receive a free 30-day supply of nano-powered omega-3. This powerful blend of omega-3 fatty acids supports a healthy heart and brain with four times better absorption thanks to this special nano delivery system. You're also getting four free eBooks to support every aspect of your health and longevity, regardless of age. Go to getliverhelp.com slash Monica or call toll-free at 800-282-1757 to claim your risk-free supply of liver health formula and all five bonus gifts. That's getliverhelp.com slash Monica or call 800 282 1757. You're covered by their 365-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to risk. But supplies are limited, so head over to getliverhelp.com slash Monica or call toll-free at 800-282-1757 right now to order Liver Health Formula and claim your five free bonus gifts while you still can. That's getliverhelp.com slash Monica or call 800 800- 282-1757. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back with former federal prosecutor John O'Connor. John, there has been some conversation about this Biden case as it relates to the Espionage Act. Can you speak to that? Well, just that, the, uh, that if, in fact, uh, confidential classified information was shared with a foreign power or people who are connected to a foreign power. You don't have to go directly to the government. You can go to somebody else and slip information. This is what we convicted spies. That's why we sent spies to death in the 1950s. The Rosenbergs did this. Uh, Other people did it. Alger Hiss did it and so forth. Um, this This is classic espionage. If, in fact, the purpose of this was to brief these foreign clients. And that's what her, Robert Her, the special counsel, should, underline should, find out. And I think probably there's been a wink and a nod. I don't think Garland is going to be appointing somebody that he doesn't think is savvy and into the game and is probably already indicated that he thinks that there doesn't look like there's much here. A little smoke, but no fire, uh, you know, and uh, and that's that's the issue. Will he really pursue these things? He's got subpoena power, and he can also immunize people. That is to say, give them use immunity or even transactional immunity. And for your audience, use immunity means that if you call somebody in to testify and they say, "Okay, th- this is an investigation. I'm going to take the Fifth Amendment," you can give them what they call use immunity, which is Anything you say cannot be used against you 
in a criminal prosecution. We can still get you for other stuff, but we're going to immunize you. So you got to answer our questions. If the guy uses that power of use immunity, which he's got, and brings in witnesses and says, and says, who came in to this center, start and then subpoena lists, subpoena logs of that center, subpoena all the documents of communications from that center. If the guy does a good job, I suspect that, that he's going to come up with a lot. If someone contributes $54 million to this center, what does it go to? It's more than just a, a lobby like you see on TV, a picture of the a, a nifty lobby. There's obviously a lot going on here. You've got staff people there probably, and you've got communications going on. With whom? With whom right. are they communicating? And did Hunter Biden have access to this? If he had access to this, we not only have a case of espionage, he doesn't have any business knowing any of this stuff, and he's got foreign clients. Uh, it, it sort of ties, beside, it, it ties Hunter Biden to wrongdoing, and it ties his father to him. Yes, that's uh, it. So, that's it. So and that and that's the that's the point. So in our final uh, minute or two that we've got left here, John, on this, um, you know, you've mentioned that Jack Smith, who is the Trump special counsel, is pretty aggressive. And our feeling is, you know, the, the regime is going to target Trump to try to stop him from running again or or winning again in 2024. That's the political objective, separate and distinct from the legal machinations going on here. But on the Biden special counsel, um, can you tell us what you think the end game is going to be? Is this going to actually be a real investigation and an honest one? Is the deep state targeting both men, both Trump and Biden, to sideline both of them for 2024? What is your sense about how these investigations are going to go and how quickly they're going to be done? Well, the Biden investigation is going to drag on for a while. And before the election of 2024, by the way, I don't think Biden's going to run. I think he's just puffing out his chest so he can he and Hunter can, and James Biden can collect money through 2024. That's my thought. He's not going to run. But they will come out with something before the election that this is just good old Joe. He, you know, just a little bit inadvertent, you know, uh, slipping a little bit maybe. And he brought some documents in and he's so busy. So my prediction is that the, it won't be a real investigation. They'll claim it is. They'll claim that they did all sorts of things. But it's going to come out to be a whitewash. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I would bet any amount of money that that's going to happen. I would be stunned if he came out with any kind of an indictment or any kind of a report that was scathing. He could report things. He's not going to do it. This is part of the whitewash that's going on now. Unless, unless John, the regime does want Biden out of the way for 24. And that's my theory, that they want to sideline him. They want to run someone else and that this is how they're going to do it. Now, you could be wrong and that this is just get, this is their way of targeting Trump and indicting Trump so they can say, well, we looked into both men. Joe Biden really didn't do anything wrong and give him a slap on the wrist. But Trump really did make an egregious error here and committed a crime. And we're going to go after him. What do you think? Well, here's how they, they can't go after Biden, because if they convicted Biden to get him out of the way, it's going to hurt the whole Democrat brand. So they can't do that. And they're not progressives don't do that. They don't let the 
Vanguard get prosecuted, they only prosecute what they consider the unwashed proletariat or the uh, people who are against the regime. So they're not going to indict Biden. I will guarantee you that. Uh, or, gonna... But they could, John, they could tie him up legally so that he's so distracted and bogged down that he really can't run effectively. Well, except that Merrick Garland is really tied to Biden. He knows uh, that that's his boss. Uh, they're going to get rid of Biden one way or the other. He's not going to run. <laughs> that's true. Before. Yes. You know, so you don't need this to get rid of Biden. I mean, you know, if, if you think he's demented now, what's he going to be like in 2024? And this is a guy who was always considered uh, the dumbest of the senators. Uh, and now he's got dementia and now he's going to be 80 something uh, in 2024. So he's not going to run. And everyone knows that he's a, a would be a wounded candidate just because of that. So they don't need any of this to get rid of him, but they do want to get rid of Trump. So they will hold up the two as comparisons. Trump lied and cheated and stole, and we all know how terrible Trump is. And now here's this nice, good old Joe Biden, and just there were some inadvertencies. So only these crazy conservatives would try to say they're the same thing. It's already coming out now. You, you can see it on the various networks. Oh, this, these things aren't the same. Uh, you know, oh, it's a little bit embarrassing, uh, but, you know, and so the appointment of her is a way to quell uh, whatever media interest there is in it. It looks like the right thing is being done. We won't hear anything about it for a long time. But I do hope the House, by publicizing the Hunter Biden connection and and they can get into this as well. Yes. Uh, the special counsel investigation will give people a way of not appearing and testifying. Oh, no, I can't testify before your committee because of this ongoing criminal investigation by Robert Hur. So it may stymie them a little bit, but I, hopefully the House will at least present the narrative to the people so that they do not lose sight of it. Yep, that's it. And that's one of the great beauties of having a Republican majority in the House. They're going after all of this. They're going after Hunter and Joe. Uh, they filed requests with the Treasury Department for the more than 150 SARS reports, suspicious activities reports. I mean, it, it, the corruption runs so deep. And we know very, very little of it. So, uh, John, I want to thank you so much uh, for being here and for taking all of this apart for us with a special counsel. I know you know the, who the players are. And I appreciate your prediction. We will see if it will come to pass. We have you on tape here, so there's no running away from it, John. I'm, I'm there. I'm on the record. I do not hear <laughs> from it. Indeed, indeed. Well, we so appreciate your time and your expertise, John. Thank you so much. Great talking to you, Monica. Let's talk yeah. about Watergate sometime. Yes, we will do that for sure. All the best, John. Thanks. Okay, see you. All right, that's a wrap for me today. Thank you so much for being here and for checking out our phenomenal sponsors. We're all really grateful for that. Really big week coming up, the balance of the week. On Wednesday, we are going to talk about Davos and my personal experience there. That's not a show you are going to want to miss. Trust me on that. Also on Friday, another huge show with Dr. Peter McCullough. 
the renowned cardiologist who has been suspended and, and otherwise thrown out of the public square simply for speaking the truth about the mRNA shots. The truth is now coming out. Even the CDC and the FDA are admitting that these shots can cause strokes and heart attacks. Uh, Dr. Peter McCullough was one of the very first blowing the whistle on this. We're going to have an extensive interview with him coming up here on Friday. So huge week on the Monica Crowley Show. Tell all of your friends not to miss one. Subscribe, listen, and share so that you don't have FOMO, fear of missing out. All right, have a great start to your week, and I will see you right back here on Wednesday. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.